0: Hi, and thank you for tuning in in this podcast special on the ethical dilemma around brain implants. My name is Jossi, I will be your host for the next 10 minutes and I will explain everything you need to know about this fascinating topic. Imagine waking up in the morning and wondering about the weather. In your eyeshot, you will then receive a summary of the weather forecast for the day you haven't touched technological device since waking up, yet you can still see it. This sounds far-fetched, yet it may be feasible in the near future. Here I'm referring to Implanted Brain Machine Interfaces, or BMIs for short. It's a technique that allows your brain to accomplish activities simply by thinking about them. The amount of convenience you can create with this is endless. I could even think of writing the script for this podcast while sitting on the couch and having a cup of tea. Imagine the possibility that my coffee machine receives signals indicating that I'm about to get up and prepare the coffee. I'm pretty lazy already, but this would be the icing on the cake. All quite futuristic, but not impossible. I mean, the technology is kind of there, but are there really companies that want to do something with this? Over time, we could actually give somebody supervision. Uh, like you could have like uh, ultraviolet or infrared, uh, or seeing <laughs> radar, like basically name your frequency. Um, You you can just dynamically adjust the sensor or have sensors that feed into the visual cortex across a wide range of of frequencies and and actually have uh, superhuman vision. Yes, you heard Elon Musk speaking about his startup Neuralink. Elon Musk, an enthusiastic admirer of disrupting technologies, discussed the possibility to develop superhuman sight. I mean, Elon Musk wants to fly to Mars, can disrupt the entire cryptocurrency market with a single tweet, and offer self driving cars. What more could a geek want, am I right? Become the next Tony Stark? Elon Musk frequently discusses utopian aspirations, but it becomes more fascinating when Musk invests in the business Neuralink. What exactly is Neuralink you might ask? In a nutshell, Neuralink, which was founded in 2016, is creating BMIs for the human brain. (laughs) Okay, maybe that's a bit of an overstatement, BMI development has only recently begun and in addition to Neuralink there are other companies and universities working on it. The focus of these parties as well as Neuralink is currently on study into how our brain functions. Our brain's communications is incredibly sophisticated and even unique to each individual. In order to convert and understand something, our brain connects to millions of neurons via electrodes. Neuralink is now focusing its research on people with disabilities, so the bad guy story can, for now, be dropped. The BMI approach may be useful for persons who have a speech impairment, immobility or other disabilities. To be honest, that's really impressive progress. My faith in big tech companies may be restored in the future. However, there are always black clouds above Silicon Valley, because, let's be real, the techniques that they are developing are eventually all for Therefore, we must ask ourselves some critical ethical questions. When implants are implanted in our brain, they must be inserted with utmost accuracy and care. The brain is a delicate organ that allows us to think, move and communicate. If this goes wrong, you will injure someone and may face serious consequences. Neuralink has developed a robot for this purpose, that implants incredibly fine wires roughly the width of a quarter of an hair. In the brain, They will also have to do so because brain operations is a complex procedure. When Neuralink is used on regular citizens, it also treats healthy individuals, making it extremely sensitive. As a result, this methodology is now being tested on animals such as rats, pigs and monkeys. The results are quite groundbreaking. A monkey, for example, could use its brain to play a video game. You know, a monkey has been able to control the computer with its brain. <sighs> Just, yeah. Yeah. Quite crazy. However, when we look at the data which is generated by the BMI, we encountered quite an ethical dilemma. A BMI, in effect, detects the activity in our brain and can then translate that activity into activity around a device. As a result, we must consider who has control over the data that is generated. Is this only between humans and the computers to whom they are linked? Is it possible to connect this to the internet? What if we link this to our social media profiles? Assume you have a craving for pizza and then receive an advertisement on your phone. It's quite creepy. Look, the technology Musk is telling us isn't quite there yet. It is currently not likely that a big brother is looking inside our thoughts. Still, the concept exists. And in order to fight and address them in the future, we must first understand what the ethical issue is in the scenario. Assume we approach this from the viewpoint of neuroethics. So. What are the possible outcomes? Neuroethics refers to the research on ethics done with the field of neuroscience. Neuroethics can refer to the ethical issue that may arise in the research and study of neuroscience. If you aren't aware of the definition of neuroscience, well, it's actually the study of the nervous system and the brain. Do we as humans truly have a free will when making a decision, which is one of the main questions with neuroethics, We don't know that in principle because we already know so little about our brain functions. If we then apply a technique to the choices made by our brain, which are subsequently analyzed, is it still possible to make a rational decision? We know we are the one listening to our thoughts, but sometimes or someone could be listening someday. Then we have to weigh every thought in our head in order to begin thinking about this since something is listening to it. If that sounds creepy, I haven't even touched on the power of the BMIs yet. Theoretical studies have been written that allow us to hack our brain, for real. It's hypothetical, but it could happen. As a result, the use of these techniques is unethically hard to justify. We generally grant our basic fundamental rights, namely our thoughts, to set rules for technology. It's likely that we will merge somehow or another with this sort of technology. Well, that's the the, scenario, the merge scenario with AI is the one that seems like probably the best. For us. Yes, like if you you can't beat it, join it. Musk claims that by merging with AI, we could be able to win the race. But if we have to broaden our liberties to beat them, we'd lost them long ago. As a result, the solution is straightforward and logical. There's still work to be done to ensure that I can make coffee with my thoughts, but... To be honest, it's a minor consideration. Brain implants should only be used through persons with disabilities. Biomedical engineering should be supportive, filling in where something is missing, such as an arm or speech, rather than replacing it. Researchers stated that Musk desired technology already exists, and it's being marketed more like a publicity stunt. That's not a problem for me, entrepreneurship should continue to be possible. What I'm opposed to is that the huge tech corporations like Google and Facebook have begun to use techniques that track people's activities to such an extent that we no longer have freedom in what we do. The next step towards a technique that can track and analyze our thoughts is considerably more catastrophic than the previous examples. As Neuralink demonstrates, the people behind Big Tech are not sitting still. As a result, I urge everyone to take action and speak out about these trends. People should be encouraged to support one another at all times. Humans have not yet caught up with technology, but the justice system has. I'd like to discuss a possible counter-solution to the usage of brain implants, specifically neurological rights. Chile was the first country to pass legislation protecting the rights of neurological data at the end of 2020. This is an example of the law attempting to keep up with technology. A great step in the right direction. We are not yet ready to deploy these procedures, it will take years, but in the meantime we can address crucial gaps so that we are ready when the time comes. Finally, education is my last remedy. This podcast is not necessarily groundbreaking, but it is of a critical importance. As a result, I am a strong advocate for school activities in primary and secondary school, perhaps in the form of digital teaching packages that Instruct children about the technology developments that they will face as adults. Children's acceptance of new technology is high. Thus, it can be viewed with less skepticism. Education as well as communication are of critical importance in addressing this issue. I believe that knowledge is power. And if you weren't shocked already, I have a short quote from Elon Musk about the techniques that are possible with BMI. I mean, this is obviously sounding increasingly like a Black Mirror episode. Everything that's encoded in memory, you could, uh, you could upload. You could basically store your memories um, as a backup. And ultimately, you could potentially download them into a new body or into a robot body. The future is going to be weird. Well, I hope you enjoyed the episode of this short podcast series. And I inspired you to learn more about brain implants. Thank you for listening.